Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Disney Plus Cheese, a podcast where two childless men in their 20s talk about films on Disney Plus with a cynical eye. How are you doing today, Andrew? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? You know, I've been having these strange dreams lately. Strange dreams? That's interesting. I have actually uh, not been able to sleep for the past six months. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. Ever since I was, like, in a horrendous tornado, like, I just keep my eyes awake and slip slowly into madness. Yeah, uh, I actually was, uh, I was in a different universe uh, than this one. And I got home using my uh, copyrighted Ruby uh, slippers. Um, <laughs> had, so Ruby slippers, TM. <laughs> Ruby slippers, <laughs> trademark. <laughs> trademark, MGM, 1980. All right, all right, guys. So enough beating around the bush. Today, Andrew and I are talking about the Disney classic, Return to Oz. Everyone loves this movie. Everyone knows this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, you must be living under a rock. I fucking love this movie, and don't you go <laughs> shaming this. <laughs> Andrew, you were so against us doing this for a while. I didn't want it to be the first episode when it's like some nothing movie that most people don't know. How dare you call it a nothing movie? It's not a nothing movie. I like the movie. It's just, I mean, come on. We want this podcast to be watched by someone, correct? <laughs> not just... Some weirdo who is like, oh, Return to Oz. I watch everything about Return to Oz. <laughs> I love Feruza Bulk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Return to Oz as a 1985 fantasy film directed and written by Walter Murch, co-written by Gil Dennis and produced by Paul Meslansky. It stars Nicole Williamson, Gene Marsh, Piper Laurie, and Feruza Bulk as Dorothy Gale in her first screen role. The film is an unofficial sequel to the 1939 Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer film, The Wizard of Oz, and is based on L. Frank Baum's novels, mainly The Marvelous Land of Oz and The Ozma of Oz, which I'm going to go into some of that. Um, in the plot, Dorothy returns to the Land of Oz to find that it has been overthrown by the villainous Gnome King, and must restore it with her new friends, TikTok, Jack Pumpkinhead, and Princess Ozma. No love for the gump there, I guess. Um, in 1954, Walt Disney Productions <laughs> bought the film rights to Baum's remaining Oz books to use in the television series Disneyland. 
This led to the live-action film Rainbow Road to Oz, which was never completed. Merch suggested making another Oz film in 1980. Disney approved the project as they were due to lose the film copyrights. So, you know, it's, it's like the fan stick of the 80s. Though MGM was not involved in the production, Disney did have to pay a large fee and able to use the ruby slippers created for the MGM Wizard of Oz. Return to Oz fell behind schedule during production and following a change of Disney management, Merch was briefly fired from the project, but was, back, but was brought back on at the insistence of George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola, who also helped behind the scenes of the film. Return to Oz performed poorly at the box office, grossing $11.1 million in the United States on a $28 million budget, and received mixed to negative reviews. However, it performed well outside of the U.S., mostly in Japan, and has since acquired a cult following. It received an Oscar nomination for Best Visual Effects. Andrew... What did you think about Return to Oz? And also, what's your history with this prod property? Um, well, I watched Wizard of Oz like one time, and I watched Wicked, which is not technically this property, and that's it. And then um, now you made me watch this movie. One. You're forgetting one. Um, the Muppet Wizard of Oz. I've never seen the Muppet Wizard of Oz. I blocked it out. Strangely, that's not on <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> I blocked it out. That movie doesn't exist. I've never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your basis for coming into Return to Oz and your thoughts of it being like a relative nobody in this media? Um, well, I had no idea what to think. I, I know that this movie has more of a reputation for being darker um, and scarier in certain parts. Um, and I would agree with that to some extent. Although having... Not really being not being able to remember the original Wizard of Oz that much, maybe that one was darker too. But I watched that like maybe ten, eleven years ago. I can't remember much about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. You should check it out. Huh? I should. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but I like this one. This is a great one. <laughs> Return to Oz great. is awesome. It's badass. It, it's fucking cool, right? And you know me, I'm always down to, like, make things a musical if you can, but I'm one of the smartest things this does is decide not to keep the musical nature of the 39 film. Yeah, they don't sing at all. But honestly, I don't want to hear any of these characters sing, because they all look like they would be <laughs> terrible singers. Um, they all so look I'm, like I'm they're glad. on the verge of suicide. Uh, I think Dorothy Gale potentially has schizophrenia or something <laughs> bad um and all of her imaginary friends are just creatures that she finds in oz but are based on stuff in her yard or at a hospital um so it it's it's all fucked up it's all sorts of fucked it, it really is um and even it doesn't me, shock I, me that you love this movie jess that's all i can I love say. this <laughs> You, you you sound like a lot of my friends, I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> Jess loves the dark stuff. He's such a happy guy, but, like, why does he revel in the dark shit? Yeah, I don't only unlike your friends, that... I know the truth. You're not a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sadly. Uh, I, I've watched this film probably a little too young. I... I remember the exact day I bought it. My babysitter was taking me to the library, and I was like, "Oh, this is this looks like a Wizard of Oz movie." Um, rented from me, and I was around three. I turned it on, and it was a ride, and I loved it. And I wore that VHS out until I got my own VHS of it. My God, 
I remember well, my dad well, surprised what a little, me with uh, the VHS. <laughs> what a little baby what you think about the uh, the part where she gets strapped down to uh, receive electric shock therapy? What was what was that like? Was that your favorite part? Or I thought she was just wearing headphones and she was about to listen to some weird noises. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna listen to some music. <laughs> I mean, he told her it was fine. It was like a little cute robot face. It was all gonna be fine. And I won't trust that doctor. I'm not gonna lie. He seemed like he knew his shit. So I was like, eh, well, also, he's fine, got the probably. he's got a little tongue. The, the the electric shock machine has a little tongue. I mean, come on, what's not to love? <laughs> you have to like. I know we're kind of jumping around here, but. That scene, like, where he's introducing, like, this electric shock machine just in a way to indoctrinate her and make it seem like, hey, it's not all that scary. Look at the face. Yeah. I think I th that makes you really like that guy. He is charming in a way. Unlike the villains was... in The Wizard of Oz, which are kind of like, oh, they're just evil. I was, I was kind of sad that he died. <laughs> like, actually died. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go and get his machines. Oh my, like, yeah, that, okay, well, I guess let's talk, let's talk about the, the plot, like. Okay, okay, Andrew, describe for me the plot of Return to Oz, like, step by step this shit. So kind of like the actual Wizard of Oz movie, there's the, the real world segment at the beginning and the end, and then there's Oz. Um, this movie really wants to make sure that you know that Oz is not real, though, uh, so they start you out. I mean, I feel like the original one makes you wanna feel like Oz isn't real too. Yeah, but I don't know. In that one, Dorothy looks a bit older, and I don't know. It, it feels more real. Feels like it could have been I real, mean, you know. This feels like it could have been real too, honestly. And there's some no. elements that we'll bring up when it comes up. Um, but keep on going. Okay, okay. I'm gonna be well, on the opposite side of this, but keep on going. Okay. Well, the whole beginning is uh, Dorothy is unable to sleep and hasn't been able to sleep since the events of the first movie happened. So the whole tornado and the old house being gone and her family's rebuilding in a new house. Um, <laughs> now they have two mortgages. We never yeah. had a mortgage in our life. Now we got two. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so Dorothy decides, well, actually, you know, let me go through a few of the other things. Dorothy's in the backyard with her chicken. Uh, Polina. Bolina, um, and Bolina doesn't lay eggs, apparently, or, or she can't figure out where she's laying all the eggs. Um, and then... It's a Chekhov's gun, basically, like... Because oh, that's important. That's very important. Can't lay eggs. It's very important. <laughs> okay, so I had to go through that. Then, uh, her aunt takes her to a hospital, because obviously she can't sleep, and that's a problem, uh, and the doctor is gonna give her electric shock therapy, which... Is framed as a very bad thing, and I, I'm pretty sure we don't use that in the same way anymore, do we? Is electric um, shock still therapy still a thing? Didn't you, didn't you see Next to Normal? Oh, right, right, you're right, you're right. Okay, well, in this movie, it's framed as, like, a really bad thing that she's gonna get this shock therapy. Um, and they're using, like, legit horror movie tactics to make you afraid <laughs> of the shock therapy. So, uh, obviously, uh, you know... Mental health is a is a bad thing. Um, I mean, if you're in the early like nineteenth, was it early twentieth century? Yeah, probably is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure those machines didn't really work properly. Uh, all right, they had lobotomies with ice picks back then, so probably mental health wasn't like at its top notch level. Yeah, 
I just I and yeah. There's a there's a lot of media that makes people afraid of hospitals. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, Dorothy makes a pumpkin. Uh, well, gets a pumpkin and makes a jack o' lantern. I should say. Pardon me. Who did she get um, the pumpkin from, though, Andrew? Some random person that appears in a mirror. You see, you see, this is this is where I'm starting to feel the the reality coming in. What's that? With this character so you, of you're, Ozma. You're saying that Ozma proves that this is all real. Yes. Are you sure that someone else didn't just give her that pumpkin and the whole mirror world and Ozma entering our reality is... Who saves Dorothy from the upcoming moment then if Ozma isn't real? Um, maybe herself? She's strapped down! Arms, legs, neck, all that! Maybe she wasn't strapped quite as tight as she thought she was. <laughs> it's either Ozma exists or a little girl died. No. It's either Ozma exists or a little girl who is having horrific delusions um, isn't tied down quite as tightly as she thought she was. Or possibly, hear me out on this one, not tied down at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking a lot of this and you're putting things that weren't given to us on screen. Okay, well the movie is portraying her delusions. She is an unreliable narrator, therefore the movie is unreliable. So I don't the think it's only crazy. unreliable when she gets to Oz. That's not true. She's having delusions from the start. She's seeing this person in the mirror. <laughs> People don't live in mirrors, Jess. <laughs> Either way, continue. Continue with your incorrect okay. assumptions. Let's go. Okay, well, she gets tied down to a cart with squeaky wheels. Um... <laughs> And she is pushed through the hospital. That, that's going to come scene, back later. In a scene directly from Jacob's Ladder, even though this came first, actually. So, <laughs> Jacob's Ladder ripped off Return to Oz. <laughs> Literally. Um, and she's going to get shock therapy, but uh, lightning strikes and I guess... Okay, here's my other interpretation. Um, the lightning strikes and everything happens right as she's about to receive the shock therapy. Yeah. What if all the Oz shit is just, like, the the shock therapy working? <laughs> you never know. She seems normal when she comes back, so... Yeah, so maybe. And that's why so the ending of the Slatter thing is... Style. The ending of the thing is her leaving Oz and, and leaving it behind and letting go of all her friends. Yeah, letting go on they her They are terms. not real. Yes. So maybe that's my other interpretation, but... Uh, she runs away from the hospital, um, and she drowns in a river. <laughs> and that's the end that, of the movie. That, that was the only part <laughs> of this film that actually kind of spooked me as a kid, was the idea of, like, being in the rain in a thunderstorm on that, like, raging river, and that little girl dying. Not, not, not Dorothy, the other little girl. Well, yeah, because if, if you don't pay close enough attention, you might think she's actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> Because honestly, a little kid would probably forget about Ozma because she only comes back in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> little girl died <laughs> saving a dumb, dumb Kansas girl. Yeah. Well, moving on, she wakes up <laughs> in Oz um, and then she goes and meets her friend, meets her friends one by one. 
The first friend she meets hey, is TikTok. No, 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 no not had, TikTok. The first friend up. is Belinda. The the chicken yes. shows up for no reason. To be the Toto. Okay, which I think that's just proof right there that Oz is not real. Because where would that chicken come from? She didn't have the chicken with her on the river, so it's gotta be imaginary. Where else would the chicken come from? What's your counter to that, Jess? Uh, you got a point. That's one point in your <laughs> box. Because she didn't have the chicken on the river, and then she does have the chicken in Oz. The chicken was at her house. There's no way it could have gotten to Oz unless it is imaginary. So, there you go. What if all things that die go to Oz, and the the Aunt Em and Uncle Henry just sent her away so they could kill that chicken for not providing eggs? That's stupid, Jess. Because, as we know, the deadly desert only turns things to sand that are alive. So, if everything in Oz is dead, that doesn't make sense. Alright, continue. We're in the deadly desert when we land. Yep, and then she makes her way to the uh, Emerald City, um, where she meets one set of bad guys. I guess they're, they're the, the henchmen of the secondary villain. The flying, mon and the flying monkey equivalent. Yeah, they're the the wheelers, and get this, when they move around, squeaky wheels. Yeah. Where do we remember that? Yeah, Where do we remember that from? I'm back into the hospital. Okay. Um. So she meets TikTok, who is a robot. Um, Fucking one of the coolest characters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't remember if they actually show this, but apparently the chicken says that TikTok is like the, like old. Uh, tea kettle in the backyard or something like that hmm. so they try to tie that into her actual life but I don't remember them showing that in the movie so I thought I thought it was the robot creature or the robot um, with the face that the electroshock no, no, thing because that's a bad guy and the tiktok is a good guy so it's not well I thought that that was what I always tied to when I was a kid that tiktok was that guy well, there is an actual line from the chicken that says it's like the kettle in our backyard or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, there's that. They get taken to the leader of the wheelers because TikTok beats the shit out of all the wheelers uh, with ease in the most badass That's way so possible. Cool. He, just, he literally he just, just spins around in a circle. <laughs> Remember IG-11 from The Mandalorian? He does that. Yes. I haven't seen that, but yes. Something. With a lunch pail. Uh, <laughs> the queen... Mombi. She's a witch. Queen Mombi the witch. Um, who has replaceable heads. But... <laughs> uh, we find out eventually that the original head is the head of the nurse from the hospital. Yes. Right? And she's beheaded so. a bunch of the local Oz girls and taken their heads so she can change her head to be beautiful when she wants to. Yes. Which I'm assuming is something to do with her believing the nurse is, like, two-faced or something. I, I don't really know. Um, something. And can I say that the head-removing technology hasn't aged badly? Like, there's a little matte line, it actually it looks look okay. at all. It looks, it looks okay. good. I was expecting Most it to look really bad. Most of the effects look pretty good. Most of the effects look pretty good in here, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, there's nothing like... Usually these of type of movies... Well. 
a lot of these type of movies, you, there's always that scene where it's like really obvious green screen, and it's like, oh man. <laughs> um, this movie doesn't really have that scene though. So, oh, there's also a lot of really cool uh, like claymation stuff. Yes, and robots and practical effects. Um, w when she meets Mombi, Mombi throws her in the attic to like starve to death so she can cut off her head. That, did I get that right? No, no, no. She's going to let her live there for two years so she can become pretty uh, and oh. then cut off her head. Okay. Yeah, so she while she's up there, she meets a talking jack-o'-lantern um, called Jack hmm. Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> talking jack-o'-lantern. And it's like oh. such a cool-looking puppet. It looks so nice. It's so weird that it calls her it, that he calls her mom though. <laughs> the whole movie. That's straight from the Frank All bomb, Al Frank bomb book, though. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, he he's got a pumpkin for a head, and he's literally just like a stick with a pumpkin head. It's great, and it sometimes moves, but also sometimes doesn't. Yeah, well, it like stretches, but it doesn't talk. Like it doesn't move the mouth to talk ever. No, it just like it like. Uh, it's like it's like weird. how we see the scarecrow later, and his mouth doesn't really move either. Oh, the scarecrow is awful. I really don't like the scarecrow at the end. I kind of wish they were just able to use the one from the original Wizard of Oz and have him look the same. <laughs> you can't do that. Copyrights, God, make it your own thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you gotta go into the terrifying moment where Dorothy tries to steal, like, some magic powder to make a gump head come back to life. Okay, well, her- she has a brilliant plan to take a moose head and tie two couches together and strap ferns to it to make a flying couch with a moose head. Um, and using the same thing that was used to bring the pumpkin guy to life, which is locked in the queen- or the was it queen or princess? I think it's queen, right? I thought it was Princess Mombi, but I know she's witch Mombi in the book. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Mombi, it's locked in Mombi's head cabinet. Her original, the original head. head cabinet. Yes. Um, so she goes in and she has to walk past all these heads that are asleep, um, and also a headless body lying in the bed, all of which are asleep, and. She opens up the cabinet, grabs the the powder from right next to the head, and then all the heads wake up and start screaming her name in the most horrific scene I think I've ever seen in a children's movie, ever. Like, I don't know how you watched that as a kid and didn't get horrific nightmares. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like it. it a lot. It, it looks... It's a ridiculous image, though. It's honestly pretty scary, be. like, and if you wanted to make, like, an actual scary movie using that kind of idea, you definitely could. Yeah, it was just, like, this headless, but the thing is, Dorothy doesn't act scared, she's more like, oh, I just don't want to get caught more than, holy shit, what? Ah! Oh my god, all the heads are screaming! <laughs> what the fuck? Honestly, the a horror movie with that premise, like, a monster that steals your head and wears it, that's pretty cool. That could work. That can pretend to be you. There's there there's a concept here. Don't steal it, guys. It's ours. We're making this. We're making that. 
<laughs> and we're gonna call it um Oz the Great Return and Powerful. To Oz the Great and Powerful, yeah. <laughs> okay, so they fly off and they eventually hit something and they end up in this tun Arctic tundra land. Yeah. And then they have to this is where they have to defeat the Gnome King, who is uh one of the best villains, like, in any Disney film. I'm, I'm very casual. He's very casual. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's evil. Pretty obviously, he wants to, like, kill them all. But at the same time, he's, like, chill. Like, really chill about it. <laughs> he's empathetic, and, like, he can, like, be comforting and warm. But he's very obviously two-faced. It's... It's an interesting line that that actor has to ride, and he does it beautifully. I want to say that he's almost not even two-faced. He's just... He doesn't like when people, like, uh, question his power. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because uh, he never really, like, backstabs anybody. He's just... I don't know. I mean, he kind of <laughs> does. He kind of... Well, he's right. They never asked. <laughs> and he does tell them when they do ask. So, like, he sets up this challenge where... He turns the scarecrow uh, into an ornament and puts him into the collection of ornaments that he has. And he sends yes. each of the characters into the ornament room to guess which one is the scarecrow. And if they guess correctly, then, you know, he gets turned back into a person. Um, yeah. And he says, he asks them, are you willing to risk something for that? And they all say yes, and he never tells them what they're going to risk, he just sends them into the room. <laughs> um, and of course, if they guess incorrectly, 
they get turned into an ornament themselves, um, yes. which they get really pissed about. But he, I mean, he tells them right when she asks, they just never asked. <laughs> so is it two-faced? Is it a backstab? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's a little bit. It's a dick move. It's an intentionally leaving out of information. <laughs> When I was a kid, if, and they were like, if they had like asked drinking though, he probably would have told them. The... <laughs> when I was a kid, and they were like drinking like the cider or like the like drinks that he makes out of rocks and like the little cookies he gives, I thought those looked so fucking good. Uh, you mean when they were drinking hot metal? Yes. <laughs> Apparently, they were drinking liquid silver, and it was delicious. I don't understand how. That was delicious for Dorothy, because she really enjoyed it, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wouldn't that it kill you? Like, <laughs> it looked really good. Wouldn't that kill you, though, if you drank liquid silver? I'm not a doctor, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't done it before. I also would like to say that the Gnome King is originally a face on a wall, and then as each of the people go in, in reverse order that she met them, uh, so the... The moose head goes in first, then the mm -hmm. pumpkin, then TikTok, then her. Uh, but TikTok pulls a trick. He acts like his thing wound down so they could work together, which is pretty yeah. cool. It doesn't work though. <laughs> doesn't work. And then um, she does a, a she spins around well, no, no, no. a bunch. Oh no! I gotta say, the gnome king, as each one of them turns into uh, an ornament, he turns into a human. Um, yes, he gets so he more and more slowly detail. becomes if he turns from a claymation thing into the actor that plays the doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty great. Um also, you know what else is pretty great when he reveals that he's wearing the ruby slippers. That's pretty great. <laughs> uh they're like not even like on his feet is the thing. They're like kind of on his toes like It's hilarious. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> I can just send you home right now. There's no place like home. He just slips these little little red slippers out from his uh from his cloak. That's great. That that's a ridiculous <laughs> image. Like it's so hilarious. It also doesn't quite make sense cuz when he's not a human, how is he wearing those? <laughs> like when he's you, a face you make on a point when there's a when he's just a face on the wall, where are the slippers? <laughs> Can we take a moment to talk about how great Feruza Bulk is in this role? I know you say that she's a little too young and maybe so, but she really does telegraph Judy Garland's performance from the 39 film in very specific ways and effective ways. I don't think she's too young. I think it works really well. I just think that it makes it not really feel like a sequel just because she seems younger than uh judy garland did, did. so yeah but i think she does really good like she it's obvious she watched that film and tried to take those infectations like toto this is going to the yellow brick road <laughs> I, oh, did we I talk about how the gnome king had turned everyone into stone no, he didn't. All of um, Dorothy's old friends have been turned into stone. Yeah, That's I it. <laughs> I I really like this. Uh, oh, uh, it ends. The ending is uh, Belinda, uh, who is inside of Jack's head, um, poops poops out an egg in, into uh, the guy's mouth. 
and he dies. Yep. Yep. After she brings back all of her friends. Yep. And then every, all of her friends come back and then Ozma appears uh out of a mirror and sends her home. Yeah. Can we, mm, Can I take a moment to talk about Ozma? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Did I tell you about how she she is told her story is told in the book? No, not at all. I feel like I brought this up. It's such a ridiculous thing. Go for it. I don't know what, what do L. Frank book. All right, so the book this was based off of, I believe it was called The Ozma of Oz, but it might might not have been. Um, so it's about this young boy called Tip, and he his mother is Mombi, and he's the one that created Jack, like just for okay. a friend. And Mombi brings him back to life, and Tip's like, I, I don't, and Mombi threatens to turn him into a statue. He's like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to go to Oz with my friend Jack Pumpkinhead and get away from this. And okay. a bunch of fun adventures come about, and he meets all these new friends. And then he makes it to Oz, and he is told by the Scarecrow or whoever, I don't remember who, that he is not a boy named Tip, but he is the Queen of Oz, Ozma. And he's like, oh, and they're like, you were going to turn you into her now. And he's like, I don't really know if I want to do that. And they're like, you'll be fine. Come on. Stop. You're still you. You're just going to be Ozma, this female, this female child princess. Let's go. Hmm. Okay. That's, um, but, but why? the thing that this movie, <laughs> the thing that this movie does is it doesn't tell that story. But it still says that Jack's real mother is Ozma. So does that mean that the tip storyline happened in between? Yeah, I think so. Although, wait, no, no, maybe. No, maybe. You're right. It could have happened. It wouldn't happen in between, though. It would have happened way before. Maybe, maybe. I mean, time works differently in Oz. Hey, yeah, I, I got no idea, man. Why does that? Then, why would they turn? Why couldn't they just make him the king of Oz? I don't understand. No, he needs to be Ozma, the female child princess of Oz. I don't. Is this like a the author had some sort of you know fetish kind of thing? I mean, probably, but who knows? We can't okay, dig I'm, him up and ask him. I'm into it. It's fine. <laughs> So Dorothy is returned back home to Kansas. They find out that the doctor died trying to save his electric shock <laughs> machines. And the nurse is going to prison, I guess? I don't really understand that one. Well, no, because they had patients that got brain damage and they just locked them in the cellars. I can see that. I just thought that that was imaginary, to be honest. I didn't think that was really, really happened. But, okay. No. And Belina decided to stay in Oz and hang out there. And then later Dorothy looks in the mirror and she sees Ozma and she's holding Belina. But now her delusions are telling her, don't, don't talk about us. They'll think you're crazy. Yeah, so I guess the, the moral of the story is if you have uh, really uh, bad hallucinations, um, just don't tell anyone about it. It's all good. It's all good. Go outside and play with Toto. <laughs> I want to say the the one negative about this movie is I miss Toto. I did miss Toto a lot. I we got a lot of him in the beginning. Like we got we got. Well, yeah, that's because they know. That's because they know that a lot of people are gonna want to see Toto, and there's no Toto, and it's sad. 
and Belin- yeah. Belina or Belina. I don't remember how to pronounce her name. Not nearly as good as Toto. Um, I disagree. I think she's a better special effect. Okay, on a scale of uh, Oz sidekicks, I would put Toto number one, highest one. <laughs> Belina number two, <laughs> That's not second really highest. An Oz sound. That's not an Oz sidekick because they're both from like Kansas, basically. Yeah, so is Belina. I'm saying like Dorothy sidekicks. Toto, okay, fine. Toto number one. Belina the chicken number two. And Pepe the Shrimp, uh, garbage <laughs> tier. The worst one. <laughs> you know? It checks out. <laughs> Do you know who did the voice of Jack Pumpkinhead? Um, I saw it in the credits, but I don't remember. Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson. Oh, yeah. Is that the same son that made that one movie recently? The Happy Time Murders? Yes, it yes. is. Yes. Oh man, that's that's great. Good for him. Good for him. He really he really achieved something with that one. Yeah, maybe he should have made Return to Oz too. I would have rather have seen that. I would have. This feels Can like you the number middle part return... of a trilogy. I'm 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 not gonna lie. This feels like the middle part of a trilogy. And there needs to be a conclusion part. where she goes back to Oz. Like it does. It does feel that way. Cause like. She now has, like, eight friends in Oz. Something's gotta happen. Oh, I agree. the Tin Man, the Tin Man got his backstory from, from the Woodsman in this. <laughs> did he? Oh yeah, they did drop that in, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they dropped that in there. The Tin Man got his actual backstory. Isn't that nice? Uh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, Edward, how do you like that? Yippee. Oh, man. Yippee. Um... Well, that's the whole plot. What else do we have to say about this one, Jess? I love this movie. I really, really do. I thought it was great, and I'm honestly, I would recommend everyone watching it. Give it. It's a, on Disney honestly, Plus, and it... I would bet a lot of the people listening to this probably haven't seen it. <laughs> I disagree with you. I feel like this has been kind of risen up in like the ranks. I'd like to see this movie become like a true cult classic in and get a sequel. That's what I want to see. Yes. Um, I always like to pretend that The Water Boy was a sequel to this. And that Dorothy um, grew up to be the love interest in The Water Boy because she's played by the same actress. Uh, I, you know what? I'm not going to follow that theory at all. I'm giving that zero credence. Uh, Water Boy, not a sequel to this. I don't care. Okay, what about The Craft? Because <laughs> she's also in The Craft. <laughs> I've never seen that, so you know what? We can do that one. It's about but witches, like the water so Dorothy boy. was really a witch. That makes sense, actually. She was, she was also in the island of Dr. Moreau, but I don't know how that scans, so we're not going to bring that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the merchandise corner? Uh, sure, what do you have for this one? Alright, so... Um, since people were bitching about how we were doing it last time, which probably is fair, um, this time we're just going to talk about one thing that I find very interesting. So it's very hard to find any merchandise by Return to Oz. In fact, it had a very... You couldn't find a VHS of this movie for the longest time. It was so fucking rare. But in Disneyland Paris, they have an entire section of a theme park for it. For this movie? Yeah, um... It's basically Disneyland Storyboat Land Canal Boats, and they have, like, a little section of Oz based on the designs and character, like, characters from this movie specifically. It is 
specifically a Return to Oz section of Disneyland Paris. Okay, I need to see this. I'm looking at these pictures. Right. I don't see anything from from it necessarily. Like you have TikTok in there and all the folks. That's actually pretty sick, isn't it? Hang on, I, I'm sorry, I'm being quiet. I'm trying to uh, find like pictures. Well, I see here. I, I see think there's like with, a full with, there's a full ride through on YouTube too, where you can get a better view of everything. But I think that it's really cool that there are still some pieces of this movie alive in the Disney world. I'd like to see uh, TikTok. And honestly, Disney owns all Oz stuff, right? Um, I think they own the sequels. They don't own the MGM one, so they can't do the things they wanted to, <laughs> which is remake The Wizard of Oz. What I don't quite understand is uh, how... How can you own the sequels and all the characters involved in the sequels, including the characters that are in the original, but not own the original? Um, it's confusing. <laughs> you see, the also, books are in the public domain M doesn't, now. Doesn't MGM not exist anymore? It does exist, it's just under a bunch of other folks. Okay. And doesn't Disney kind of work with MGM a lot? Didn't they have that theme park, MGM Studios? I, how does that work? How does any of this work, Jess? Explain copyright law to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna go find out who MGM is owned by right now, but I know it's not Disney, because you remember when Oz the Great and Powerful came out, and that's a Disney film directed by Sam Raimi about the Wizard of Oz? Yes. Okay, so they could not use specific things from the MGM film. So the witch had to be a different shade of green. She was not allowed to have the classic dress in the specific design. She's not allowed to have the mole on her face. It's a lot of crazy shit. And the ruby slippers aren't allowed to be involved in it. So you can adapt the books as much as you want, but you cannot adapt the things that were added into the movie from the MGM. You can't add any of the songs. You can't add any of the specific designs that weren't explicitly described in the books. All that nonsense. Which is why they're probably not going to make a Wicked movie anytime soon, because the things that they got away with in the Broadway show, they probably couldn't get away with in a movie. Even though it's kind of smart yeah. how they did it. And if you check back at our Wicked episode, I explained that very in detail. Oh, our, sorry, our Wicked episode of Musicals with Cheese, which is a completely separate podcast this. This is a spinoff, kind of. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, You won't understand this episodes of this unless you watch all of them, so go watch all of them. That is crazy that there is an actual reference to Return to Oz in Disneyland Paris. I just, I watched a, a bit of a ride through, and wow, that's, Isn't that I can't even believe it myself. <laughs> and can we also say that this probably has the best design of Oz that's ever been put on screen? Because the city of Oz is like never really seen in the MGM film. You see like the inside of one building, but this feels like a bustling city. Yeah, I actually like it, and the geography of the entire Oz itself is a bit more clear as well, because they actually travel a lot more through it. Um, though what is a bit odd is uh, they go they go down the uh, the yellow brick road in like five seconds, which isn't that like half of the first movie. <laughs> That's one of the things I, I was actually gonna say that I really liked about this, like. The big journey of the first movie is like a sub, like sub, 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 sub thing that happens in this. 
which just shows that the stakes are so much higher than that first film. Yeah. No, it's... I love this movie. It's fantastic. Um, All right. What do you think Walt would think of this? WWD. WWWD. What would Walt do and what would Walt think? Okay, well, Walt would probably think that this is really weird that he created... His company has created the sequel to a movie owned by a different company. Um, he'd probably think that, number one. <laughs> and number two, uh, I don't think he'd like this movie at all. <laughs> I'm going to say the other side. I think he would have appreciated it for being ballsy, because back in the late 50s, early 60s, when he walked out to kill a mockingbird, he was just so angry because he's like, my company can never make anything like that. I want to make important big movies. And this feels like a big, important movie that's taking a lot of risks. Yeah, that is a that is a decent alternative. I, yeah. Um, but on the flip side, uh, this movie made no money. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> you, you make a point. That's fair. All right. Walt wouldn't have liked it because it didn't make money. Andrew, what is your overall thoughts and your cheese rating? Oh, man. Do they have cheese in Oz? I don't think they have cows or anything. <laughs> would they... Would uh, would gum, Would there be gump cheese in Oz? Probably. <laughs> I, I, I'd consider it. All right. Well, I'm going to give it gump cheese. And my overall thoughts... Um, freaking great, man. If you like a... Like a darker interpretation of it, or even just a more... It's not even darker more intense i would say is a better way to say it interpretation of oz uh check it out also lots of practical effects lots of great claymation stuff um it's a great it movie. all holds up today it like really yeah, still it, holds up yeah there's no part where it's like oh man that looks really fake oh that, oh, that looks like crap also i want to say oh, that, that the uh, that's a green screen uh, there's one thing we didn't talk about a huge amount that i really like Man, it must be really hard on the actors to be a wheeler. Like, holy crap. How do you ride around like that? <laughs> ah. Like, they're on four wheels? That that looks not easy at all. Am I wrong? Is that easy to You're... do? I'd much rather be a wheeler <laughs> than TikTok, let me say that. Okay, well that's that's fair, but it, there's a lot of wheelers, so finding that many people that can do that, uh, that's pretty impressive. I like it. Really cool stuff. Uh, check it out. Jess, what do you think? I right. don't, we already know what you think. Who cares? <laughs> I love The Return to Oz. It is one of my childhood favorite movies. It is great, and I, it gave, it filled me with nostalgia to rewatch it, and I hope that you all get a chance to take a look at it, too, because it is properly a great piece of 80s media cheese. So I am giving it Yellow Brick Cheese. Okay, Jess. Yellow Brick Cheese. Follow the yellow brick cheese, yeah. <laughs> Just, this may be the last time we talk about anything Oz-related uh, for a while. For, for for a bit, yeah. So, how about we, uh, let, let's do a little bit of a rating of all the Oz properties we've seen. Yeah, you gotta get, check out our other podcast, but yeah, let's, do, let's go. Okay, um, what's your, what's your tier list here of Oz properties? Is it just the ones we've covered or the ones that we've seen? The ones you've seen, like, in general, because uh, there's some that we're never going to talk about at all. Like, we're probably never okay. going to talk about the MGM movie. Uh, like I say, I doubt we would. Maybe, maybe someday. I, I think that would make a good commentary. I think it would be a good commentary. Yeah, well, we might not talk about it in an actual episode, and we're definitely not going to talk about, like, 
Actually, is it on Disney Plus, Oz the Great and Powerful? I don't think so. Is it? I'm surprised it isn't, honestly. But it is a Disney okay. film, so it should be Maybe eventually, game, but it isn't. Maybe eventually we'll talk about that, but it's not on Disney Plus for right now. So if you have no. seen that, include that. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, number one has to be the original, just because I think that is like one of the most important films ever made. Um, number two yeah. is Return, Return to Oz. Um, number three. Uh, oh gosh, and we're including um, Wicked here. I mean, where does Wicked stand as well? I'm not quite at number three. But I like. Are we only doing like stage and film adaptations? Like we're not counting books or nothing? Don't count the books. No, the books are their own thing. All right. Um. Number three is probably Wicked. Number four is this really this uh, the other like mid eighties Oz sequel they made. Which one? What Which is I, that called? Ooh, I'm trying to find. I think it was just called The Land of Oz. I've never even heard of that. Is that on Disney Plus? Can we talk about that? Um, I know that Paul Lind is. I think he plays Jack Pumpkinhead. Oh my goodness. Let, let, let me see. Wait, so there is a third this. movie. That's okay. Is it unrelated to the return? Is unrelated to Return yeah. to Oz? It's another okay. sequel, and I think. And <laughs> I so think bizarre, that dude. the Oz property is so fucked. I think that Liza so Minnelli fucked. plays Dorothy. I feel like the Oz property is so fucked up. It's, like how everything—it's called the Journey Back to Oz, and it was released okay. in 1972 by Film Filmation. So it's actually well, before this the, movie. Yes, that was the the first Wizard of Oz sequel. Oh my god. Okay. Um, it has Margaret Hamilton comes back as the Wicked Witch of the West. Wow, that's actually... No, she came back and played Aunt M rather than the Wicked Witch of the West, despite playing the Wicked Witch of the West in the original film. That's stupid. That's weird and also stupid, yes. <laughs> Ethel Merman's okay. in it. There's a lot of people in this movie. Okay, that's my number four. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's your number four. Number five? Um, <clears throat> I want to count the... I like the Wiz. I do like the Wiz, but that is my number five. Okay. Are we counting the Wiz? Yeah, you can count the Wiz. I've never seen it, but you can count it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I'll probably put Oz the Green Powerful, and then I'd put Legends of Oz Dorothy's Return, which was <laughs> basically a tax evasion scandal. Like, it's a really... <laughs> a tax evasion out... scandal? <laughs> What um, is the Oz, in... the Oz property is so bad. <laughs> Somebody needs to get based on the their shit Dorothy together of Oz, in this. which is not written by L. Frank Baum. It was called Legends of Oz: Dorothy's Return, which was released in May of 2014, and it was a huge bomb. And it had actors such as Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, Kelsey Grammer, Martin Short, Oh my Short, god, <laughs> Patrick Patrick Stewart. I just like, like to point out that you're putting this above the woodsman, or did you forget about the woodsman? Oh, I forgot about the woodsman. Oh no. Um, put that like that. That's like right tied with wicked. Oh okay. Wow. Yeah, I like the woodsman a lot. For what it okay. was, it was a. Oh god. All right, so I there is one so that you have distinctly not put on this list still, and we're all the way at the bottom now. What is it? Um, the Muppets 
Oh Wizard yeah, that's way at the bottom. We still got a couple to go before we get there. Oh Come my on. god, you still have more? Holy shit, what else have you seen? I've seen way too many versions of Wizard of Oz. Um, are we counting <laughs> Over the Rainbow or Under the Rainbow, the Chevy Chase, um, Carrie Fisher <laughs> film about the midgets? The the midgets? Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a Chevy Chase film about the making of the 1935 or 39 Wizard of Oz called Under the R Rainbow. Um. A a visiting dignitary, a CIA agent, a Nazi spy, Japanese tourists, an assassin, and a group of midget actors from The Wizard of Oz all check into an elite Los Angeles hotel called Under the Rainbow. <laughs> Good God. If you want to count that, go ahead, but I'm not sure that counts. <laughs> it takes place in the same universe, I'd count it. Alright, it, it, fuck, it counts, okay. Oh, and do we count the TV shows? Um, if you want to, have you seen them? Oh, I've the Dick or Deke Entertainment. Do you remember that? I remember um, Deke. Yes, they did a Wizard of Oz TV show that was also a sequel to the Wizard of Oz. Um, it was just called the Wizard of Oz the TV series. Um, it was produced by Deke Animation City in 1990 to capitalize on the popularity of the 1939 film version to which Deke had acquired the rights from Turner Entertainment Company. So they actually made a direct sequel to the 39 film and could use the ruby slippers, the original designs, and all of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I remember watching all of this series when I was younger because, you know, I had no life. And it was pretty good. Like, it wasn't great or anything, but it was... It worked. It did what it was doing. Oh, and okay. then there was also the TV series Tin Man, starring Zoe Deschanel and Alan Cumming, which was a sci-fi adaptation of The Wizard of Oz, and that wasn't very good, so I'd put that right above The Muppet <laughs> Wizard of Oz. And then The Muppet Wizard of Oz takes its place at the very bottom of the list. But wait, there has to be one more under it. Are you serious? And it's The Wonderful Land of Oz, a film directed by Barry Mann. It's a low-budget but faithful adaptation of The Marvelous Land of Oz by L. Frank Baum, um, which... Um, oh, no. ...adapts the tip storyline. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, this is the reason why I know it so well. A um, man told the New York Times he was planning to get Judy Garland to narr narrate the film, but the film had almost no narration. Popular rumor is that the... <laughs> that the... The series is composed of actors who had previously, appe previously appeared in Man's nudie films. This is, however, not the case. The nudie films were made in New York City, while the children's films were made in Florida. Man did not bring any of his former performers to appear in this film. Um, the actors who played Glinda um, had extremely bouts of stage fright, and Man and songwriters Lieselman and Falco would return for Jack and the Beanstalk and Thumbelina, both released in 1970. Um, this is the worst version. <laughs> Oh my god, I've never even heard of that before. I know it because Rift Tracks did a commentary on it, and it might be one of the best commentaries I've ever seen, and it's hilarious. Well, I think you've pretty thoroughly covered everything. I don't even, I've not even seen half that stuff, so I'm just going to go with your list and say that's got to be the accurate ranking for Oz properties, other than the books, of Wait. course. 
And once upon a time did like a visit to Oz season and it, it was bad. Can we just uh, say that the Oz properties is is so bizarre and screwed <laughs> up? Like people talk about like movie series with like weird sequels and shit like that. Like there's nothing compared to Oz. <laughs> And then there's the Steam Engines of Oz, a 2018 Canadian fantasy adventure animated film. Okay, we're done. Ron Perlman, William Shatner, somebody Julianne cut, Somebody Huff, cut him off. Scott somebody McNeil. cut this. There's so many Wizard of Oz properties. Somebody cut this. This is what we're done. <laughs> oh no. Andrew, you don't know what I'm looking at. Guys, look up the Steam Engines of Oz and, and vomit. Steam Engines of Oz. Oh god. That just this just came out. It looks like yeah. hoodwinked. <laughs> it looks great. It's got oh William Shatner god. and Ron Perlman. Oh no. We've fallen off the rails on this crazy train. Alright guys. Before we waste any more of your time. Uh, this thank steam you for engine listening. is off the rails. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher at um, Disney Plus Cheese. We're also on Twitter at Cheesy Disney. Um, our Instagram is uh, just go to Musicals with Cheese. We'll start up an Instagram for this soon enough. Um, our mu- our YouTube page is also Musicals with Cheese. If you want to shoot us an email, musicaltheaterlives at gmail.com. Our title card is created by the amazing Jolene Casco. Andrew, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? God help us. God help Oz. God help Oz. We'll see you next time on Disney Plus Cheese. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.